right, Biff, how do you win arguments with your family at this Thanksgiving dinner? I really hate this. How, how do you win arguments with your family at Thanksgiving dinner? Hit the end meeting button. Just just hit the end meeting button. Yeah. Yeah. No, not now, not now, no, no. Okay, all right. I was just that, that was a punchline of the joke. I wasn't telling you to hit the end meeting button, but but I don't blame you. I don't, but hey, more importantly, Biff, how many cooks does it take to stuff a Thanksgiving turkey? How many cooks does it take to stuff Thanksgiving turkey, Jock? Just one, but you really have to force him in there. So you really have to force him in there. Just kill me now. Kamichiwa, Biff. Yeah. How, how's it going? Things are good. Are you good? Yeah, sure. I mean, yeah. A, a, a little better two minutes ago. <laughs> no, I'm just saying just a little better when like, you know, I mean, I, it's like, you know, for a while, it, it, I, I got to say it's been good for a long time and I could start watching the news and then now I don't want to watch the news again. You know, I, I, um, the, I, I didn't even know if we would talk about it. I know yeah. we kind of have to, but I don't want to get too much into it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I, management called in tears about uh -huh. five minutes after I heard the news. And I uh -huh. told her, I said, if we start talking, I'm either going to start crying myself or yeah. I'm going to go into rage mode. Yeah. And um, the, uh, one, one of the worst travesties of justice. Um, I, I, it's, it's, it's absolutely legal now to take firearms to and shoot unarmed protesters in another state. Uh, I, I can't get into the whole case because we all know it. We all yeah, know what yeah, we're yeah. talking about. Um, the judge so openly racist. I mean, I, I think, mean, the judge so the issue, openly yeah. at yeah. the same time, starting, starting the trial by saying you can't call them victims. You can call yeah. them looters. You can call them rioters, yeah. but these three unarmed people who were shot are not allowed to be called victims. I, I mean, I, they, yeah, I, I think that's where it, and may, you know, the outcome may have been the same anyway, but I guess that's where it was just so hard because it just seemed like from the start, this was being, you know, shepherded in a certain direction. Right. And then when you get that confirmation, then it's like, yeah, I, that's how it works. And, and, and look, Dude, here's what really I can't say it's the awful part. And again, I apologize to everybody. There might be a bunch of first time listeners because of the event we had the other night. It's not going to be all political and all doom and gloom. Yeah. But the fact that Matt Gates, who should be in jail, offered him a job on national television two days ago, yeah. like gave an interview and said, I, you know, I'm going to reach out to him. He'd make a great intern. What would make him a great intern? Because he had mommy drive him and his gun to another state that he, he had no connection to to shoot people. That what really scares me, Biff, is it's just the license that this gives. Like Donnie Two Scoop gave a license to Nazis to come out of the shadows and, and be loud and proud five years ago. What does this give license to people to do? I mean, yeah, I mean, well, you know, I mean, I it's I have a lot less of an issue with that aspect of it. It's I just have more of an issue with, you know, we're just going backwards and backwards with a lot of these things. Right. That's where the you know, we it seemed like there were periods where we thought we were making some headway with 
some activism and then there was pushback and now like the pushback just seems stronger right you know jim gaff yeah jim gaff again had a joke when when after the 2016 election and he's like yeah i know people are really worried but i have to be honest as a middle-aged white man uh, as a, a as a straight middle aged white man, I think I'm going to be okay, you know. Yeah. And and me, I'm going to be fine. Yeah. I'm I'm going to be fine. I'm not going to get profiled. My life won't change. My life will be the same. However, so many people I absolutely love, so many people who I really care about. I mean, just the kick in the pants that this is to you know, everybody else. I mean, honestly, all joking aside, it's like, you know, (laughs) you know, you know, the other trial that's going on right now, you know, about, you know, Amarna Arbery and stuff like that. And, and, and their prosecutor, their defense lawyers for those murderers coming out saying, yeah, we have too many black uh, ministers in the church. It's a distraction. It's like no more black ministers in the church. It's like, wait, what? Like, like the, this community that this Mart Arbery's from, like, is, is a big community of faith, and you're saying their faith leaders can't hold the family's hand while having to sit through a trial, talking about you know shooting their 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 loved one. Anyway, I, it, you, you, it we've taken yeah. one step forward and fifty steps back. Yeah. Anyway, welcome, welcome to 1963 America, everybody. You know, as the as the as the straight white guy that podcast. It's going to work out for me, Biff. Yeah. So enough of that. Uh, but let's talk about some happy stuff. Sure. Um, not a thousand percent sure what next week's sideshow is, but I believe it's going to be kind of a recap of Joe's Basement, the retro mm. video game night. Um, that you know what? I can't yep. say that I produced and put together. <laughs> I can't because uh, I, I, I sort of came up with it, but not that it's a revolutionary idea. Sure. I, I got the venue locked away. Um, I got a retailer, uh, our good friend at Replay, Brian, to come and bring some stuff. But truly, truly, even though I was dressed as Luigi and he wasn't cosplaying at all, the real superhero of the day was Joe. Of course. Of course. Um, he found me that 2600 uh, Atari system. But not only that, he came over last Saturday uh, to make sure it was working. And, and I don't jokingly mean, oh, he came and played video games. No, he took the damn thing apart because some of the games weren't working mm. right. There were some loose connections. And it's funny because Joe, as only Joe can do, says, yeah, I was watching the other day on these systems and kind of how to fix them. I'm like, I, I want to see how many how many views that video had that he had <laughs> But he did. And, and he brought Superman so, over. So any chance... Uh- he could uh, fix this uh, loose connection inside your head. No, dude, if he he tried, dude, four years of doing this podcast, he tried. He, you know, God bless him. Is there a YouTube for that? <laughs> if there was. But seriously, he so last Saturday he came over. He brought a couple other systems. He brought a couple of those, you know, CRT TVs to make sure that everything hooked up. Right. And and, you know, we 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 had confirmed with Brian, but we weren't a thousand percent sure. So, you know, just to be safe, Joe brought a bunch of his TVs. He brought three TVs. That's funny. He brought his systems. He got there early. He helped set them up. Um, he brought all the podcast system. You know, he brought the old, right. you know, the mixer yeah. boards. Yeah. He set it all. Honestly, 
I was dressed as Luigi. A couple other people were there cosplaying, but the real maybe he was wearing tights and capes under his uniform. <laughs> but but Joe's basement was a huge success because of Joe. Um, he was uh, dressed as a Ghostbuster on a day off. <laughs> I like that. It, you know, one of the local people were there. We'll talk about it on next week's podcast, but it was a raving success. Yeah, it sounded um, like it's a you know, yeah, it sounded like it was real cool. I, I I'll be honest. You know? Yeah, I I felt and I mean this, I felt like George Bailey at the end of It's a Wonderful Life because Mm. a few friends who I haven't seen in a while. This was my first event producing locally since the pandemic. And, you know, I grew up next to this kid, you know, Mike Sullivan, who's been on the podcast, who, you know, is my plex junkie and we will be talking about him later in the podcast but there was these two kids mike 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 Andrell on one side mike you know sullivan on the other um mike drove two towns away to pick up his niece nephew his wife came um one of his best friends dan came and, and dan's son brady came and it's like in a small room that you know 30 yeah. people make it look packed just him coming with six people <laughs> was huge my other friend mike yeah. who I, I haven't seen yeah. I don't think I've seen since the pandemic and, mm. and he's just one of the, I, I mean, truly, I will talk about him when we get into video games in a bit. We yeah. talk the retro thing, yeah. but I grew up next to him and we didn't have a game system, but I would skip school and go into his house. He would come right, home right, from right. school and see his, me his sitting in house. his living room. He, he, he was, his was the house. And, and, yep. but he, he and his son showed up and, you know, my best friend from high school, Ron showed up with his two kids. Uh-huh. I mean, just, just, those people alone, then management, my two kids. I mean, that yeah. was nearly 20 people. So there was a lot more than that, but it was a good start. And as soon as I saw like 10 people around the room playing games and then my friends filtered in and stuff, I'm like, oh, shit, they're going to ask me to do this again. This was a success. <laughs> and, and then the local newspaper showed up and they're going to write an article yeah. about it. Well, yeah. when I say local, I mean, the Lowell Sun. Yeah, I, mean, I, I, know, I get it. I get it. No. Hundred year plus yeah. or 200 year plus newspaper, I think yeah. it is. But again, it doesn't happen. I named it in Joe's honor because when we walked into replay and my little guy looked around, and goes, oh, my God, this place looks like Joe's basement. So I thought, uh-huh. hey, what a nice tip of the cap to my yeah. my brother, Absolutely. Joe. But the fact that two weeks before he really started moving heaven and earth to make it a success. Right, yeah. Right. And that's the other one. Like I said, between my friend, Ron, between Joe coming with his two awesome kids, my friend, Mike, my other friend, Mike, my brother, Daryl, my other brother, Daryl. I mean, just <laughs> those guys, management and my boys, it was like, dude, it was, it was awesome. Biff. I mean, honestly, I, it, it I did. I even know it's Thanksgiving in a few days. I felt like George Bailey at the end of it's a wonderful life. There you go. Uh, Thanksgiving plans. What, what, how much are you cooking? Uh, not a horrendous amount. Uh, Thanksgiving often has actually been pretty light for us in terms of stuff to do because uh, we don't do the turkey. Turkey is a real pain to do. If you don't do the turkey, it's not as bad, even if you do a big hunk of meat. So, yeah, no turkey this year as you as for just most years. Also, it's just, you know, we're not in it enough and then we don't want days and days of uh you know, leftovers. What 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 will be the uh, some fish? Will you be fishing for your own fish? Or? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm playing. I'm playing in the morning. So I'm oh, you playing, are okay. Yeah, I'm playing this uh, session in the morning. Get myself a little bit of exercise as an excuse to essentially, you know, do. I mean, there's no way that I could exercise the calories I you know take in, but it you know it's wishful thinking. But yeah, and it'll be a hunk of meat. So 
uh, Huckabee. And yeah. anybody coming over, or, or just the three? Not of us? at the, not at this point, but we'll see. I mean, things you change quickly bastard. in my yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so management and I have been on, on our different programs and doing right. very well, but uh-huh. it's going to be because we set the same thing. It's like, you know, we're both going if we can run, if it's not 20 yeah. degrees, we'll both yeah. do, you know, the Ugh, 5K, yeah. maybe four miles beforehand, yeah. knowing that it's like, yeah, yeah, that's a drop in the bucket compared to yeah. what we're going to eat the next because but I gave myself a three day window. Right, right. You know, right. I'm going to work out Wednesday, mm-hmm. but Wednesday night through through the Patriots game that Sunday, you know what I mean? I'm actually going to to enjoy life. Yeah, you should. I'm, I'm hoping doing well. to keep it within. T- so last night we yeah. go to this restaurant we go to periodically, mm-hmm. the Border Cafe. We sit down and dude, it was the boys at kickboxing. We go over. It's a it's a Mexican restaurant. It's 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 a really good, cheap Mexican restaurant for Boston, which okay. means you know, my God, right, right. I miss sure. real Mexican restaurants, sure. uh, you know, but the w- waiter came over and management said, you know, we're ready to order because it's the same thing. She, you know, we, you know, the boys get the same right. thing. It's, you yeah. know, um, and she's ordering. He goes, oh, you guys have been here before. Right? And we're like, oh, yeah. all the t-. Yeah, And, she, and yeah. we're we're thinking he's he's saying that just because he and he looks at me, he goes, have you lost a lot of weight? Mm-hmm. And I look at management and I'm like, uh, yeah, he goes. Yeah, no, I've seen you before, but I didn't recognize you when you walked in. And then yeah. I recognized the boy. And he said, he goes, I recognize the boy's hair. Yeah, you know, of course. Our, our, our boys was, that's out. what I was just going to say. Because I, I recognize the boy's hair. But it goes, but you lost a lot of weight. And I'm like, yeah, I, I don't. I, I got really embarrassed. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, a couple pounds. And then he was asking me how and all this. But as soon as he said it, I just. I kind of comically pushed the chips and salsa away, you know, and Ellen and him just, you know, you know, just started like laughing and they had a good joke <laughs> about it. But that said, uh, I'm giving myself, uh, I want to keep it within 10 pounds, like, like four days, 10 pounds. And then by Christmas, I hope to lose it because I plan to put it all on again between Christmas and let's say the boys going back to school. I think it's the third, sure. you know, sure. I'll start my program. And then honestly, from then to Phoenix, as long as, as long as, uh, as you know, I, as long as, let, let, what's a good comparison? Like, you know, like John's a freak of nature and all stars <laughs> are freak of nature and Scotty Black's a freak of nature. I'm trying to think of who I, as long as I'm thinner than like, you know, uh, Trufani, like, uh, you know, I'll be, uh, uh, sure. uh, 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 I'll be better than me, certainly. So, but, but no, I, I, I do. I plan to, Biff, I, I do plan to have four months go out the window in four days. <laughs> that, that's hey, my plan. Sure. Why not? Why uh, the hell not? Uh, that's why you work for so long. So, you know, um, my wife, you know, loves the royal family of England. Yep. We, you know, yep. and all that stuff. She, she yep. worked for Muslim royalty. But uh, yeah. but I, I, there's other monarchies out there, Biff. Yeah. So, you know, from my homeland, um, you know, Princess Mako from uh, uh, from Japan basically abdicated her, you know, you know, what do you I don't know what you call it. Not her. You know, she was never on the throne, but, you know, essentially she's no longer a royal. Uh, she married a commoner. And um, and, it, 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 you know, so there's there was a whole lot of drama surrounding it. But now they've uh, moved to New York. And in Japan, there was a lot of intrigue, partly because uh, her uh, her now husband, uh 
the mother had some kind of a weird financial um, situation where there was some money that was given to her by her former uh, fiance that she thought was a gift. And he's the fiance said, well, no, not exactly. So there was this thing where he was essentially asking for the money back. And then of course, anything newsworthy around the Royal family, even there kind of, you know, gets kind of ugly. So, but they resolve that stuff and whatever. So uh, the dude actually has been going to uh, school in New York uh, at Fordham university for a while. He graduated and I guess he's continuing. He has got a job with uh, a law firm in New York city. And so now they've moved over, but you know, it's the kind of the, you know, if you look at the, just the situation, uh, there was a whole thing of, you know, the Roy, uh, the, the Royal, you know, surrendering their Royal status. And then there was an issue with the, with a spouse and some of the, you know, the whatever, but all in all freaking boring compared to Ma- Megan and Harry and, you know, boring in every single way, you know, even personality wise, you know, not that much fun, but, you know, we'll see maybe if now that they're no longer Royal, maybe she'll, she'll right. lighten up a bit, but where, yeah, so far, not fun at all. Where, where, where did she fall? Like, and, 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 and I, I don't know, excuse my ongoing yeah. ignorance towards your homeland. Yeah. Uh, can women be the queen? No, no, of- no. Yeah. Yeah. She couldn't. Yeah. So only, only a male can. Only a man. Okay. Right. And so the, so the, is- the way it should be, like you were saying off air, right? <laughs> you know but ultimately it's it, there's a lot of weird things like this is the first time she's had a last name because you, you know the you know uh, imperial family doesn't have you know they don't go they don't have last names that's fair i it's like the, <laughs> the shit that i don't know would fill the tokyo dome 10 yeah. times over yeah. um dude that's amazing i did yeah. not know that but yeah but i thought that was weird yeah but like, i did not like, know it either by the way oh you didn't no, oh, I, like, I mean, I mean, it's one of those things where I never thought about it. Right. Because it only referred to her by her first name. But it's one of those things where, you know, that, that's just what they you know. I think in terms of that's what they call her and not in terms of they only call her by her first name because she doesn't have a last name like that concept never entered my mind. That's fantastic. So, yeah. Like, like Harry is like so far removed from the throne. Right. Um you know, it's like in the show Battlestar Galactica, where like 99 percent of the population was was wiped out by the Cylons in the first battle. And it turns out the woman who becomes president was like 47th in line. Yeah. She was like like head of the education yeah. department. <laughs> but because everybody else in succession, you know, had- the way the way the queen's been behaving, it's like it's like. Maybe Harry was actually closer to the throne than, you know, well, you know his dad. <laughs> but I only know this because management follows it. But basically yeah. they 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 went, you know, it, it goes to his father. Right. And then it goes to his older brother. Right. And then it goes to his older brother's, brother's kids, kids. Right. Yeah. Before it goes to him. And it yeah. used to be his older brother's sons. But they changed that. They changed yeah. that rule. So Elizabeth, you know, Victoria, could, you know, could, could be queen and uh but yeah so so every time his brother cranks out a kid he yeah. kicks him one notch down so in yep. case you know uh but yeah but it, it's funny it will be interesting to see if 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 marco gets the um and you know how horrible i am with names especially ethnic names but marco was the name of the japanese woman and pacific rim so i i will remember princess marco because of that it's Thank marco you, it's marco 
There's no you, R in there. You say potato. I'm a racist. No. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but will, will she get the sit down interview with Oprah at one point? Uh entirely possible but i don't i don't know if oprah will care enough to be even bothered with that uh no and, and when you say commoner it's like are all the other people in the royal families that arranged marriages Is yeah it... i think i think there has to be there's these kind of these lineages that certain people have that allow them to be eligible i guess somehow that's so. that's that's, yeah, that's, it's, that's one, it's one of these bs things right you know it all BS. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna circle back and talk about Joe a little bit more because Joe yep. texts me today. So two weeks ago he ah. finds me the twenty six hundred. He's like, "Here's where I'm driving now," um, <laughs> and and he he's gotten into. There's a podcast. Uh-huh. It's a, it's a there's a comedian. Um, he just sent me. A, Joe just said, "Oh, you know Pete Holmes, who's from." the town you know a local town you know right around here lexington and both these guys grew up in boston and stuff like that but it, it, i think it's called like the tv guy club where randomly okay. they go through an old tv guy like okay. that's the whole thing you know just sure. just joe kind of does that too and it's funny because there, there's a super 70s sports thing you know that right, randomly right, right. will yeah. have like you know, you knew you knew shit was real on Wednesdays in 74 yeah. when Barnaby Jones was on. Yeah. And it, it will have a, you know, the breakdown of that episode of Barnaby Jones. So Joe did some guy was, hey, had a come and get it sale for a treasure trove of old uh, TV guides, which Joe was excited. And he still is. It didn't rain on the parade, but there were TV guys from like New York. So it was all oh. like you know, all local ads and like, like, right, like the right, local right. channel seven thing. Yeah. But they're from the seventies and stuff. And I'm like, oh, Joe and I, I we're such losers. We, we we really are. I mean, the thought of, you know, I'm hoping that maybe this weekend Joe comes over because his son, you know, my oldest son has said, Hey, can we start doing piano in person? And Joe's son is our my son's piano right, teacher. Right, 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 right. Yeah. I'm just hoping Joe comes over and and management gets to play some more Superman on the 2600. And Joe can be here to yep. fix up the yep. paddles and we can thumb through old TV guys like normal people used to scrub <laughs> through. Uh, like, like, like for me to 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 watch because because Joe and I just realized like last week. You know, when because you know, sadly, you know, he's like, Yeah, you were talking on the podcast how we never watch Ghostbusters together here. It hit me a couple weeks ago. I was watching Tommy Boy. It's like, you and I've never watched Tommy Boy together. So now Joe and I are gonna put together a <laughs> list of movies that that I would invite you to watch with us if, right. if next time, but I can't do that to you, Biff. I like you too much. <laughs> and, and, and to watch, I mean, I I can't imagine. You know, when when Joe and I watch things together, there are no flies on the wall. The flies don't <laughs> the flies don't want any part because uh, 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 we did. We we, we watched the Paul Lynn Halloween special a few weeks ago. Nobody should have been that happy to watch that together, you know, um, but 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 maybe. But yeah, so Joe Joe came up with a whole treasure trove of that. So I, I said it a few weeks ago, I'll say it again. Hey, everybody. Craigslist just isn't for hookers. I thought Craigslist took that shit out. There was something that happened. I saw 
like a mini documentary on that. Okay. I, it, was, it was like on MSNBC, but right. they they move it around and there's this whole code thing and stuff like that. But oh, is that right? No, but okay. you, you, know, you know what? <laughs> of there, course there is. There of course there is. How many licensed massage therapists do you think are really not working at like um, a legit spars at nice hotels or at like, you know, like massage envy that you see at the mall? Yeah, yeah those people aren't advertising on Craigslist. Biff. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, I, I, or so what I assume. Um, so speaking of rabbit holes, again, uh, my, my, my buddy, Mike, who, you know, brought a whole bunch of people with him to the retro game the other day. I, I've been talking about the Hammer film rabbit hole I fell right, down. Right, right, yeah, I saw that, yeah. I had another episode the other night where, dude, I, I rented one movie. I'm trying to think what, I think it was like Frankenstein Must Die. And okay. I couldn't find it. And I, it was only available to rent for like three bucks. I'm like, happy to do it. I was happy to do it. I was happy. It was it was it was restored. It looked great. I would have bought it if I could because I'll watch right, it right. again. Yeah. But it was only there for rent. But Frankenstein creates a woman, which is one of the seven, you know, Frankenstein movies uh -huh. in, in the Hammer Library. Uh, one of only six, because for one of one of them, it didn't have Peter Cushing. Can't find it, dude. It, you can find the original trailers on YouTube, but okay. that's it. Right. Okay. Yeah. There's a lot of those kind of things, right? Yeah. So Joe it's was like, here yeah. fixing, you know, and, and, and seriously, we couldn't find the Superman game for Atari when we went to the retro world. Joe brought it okay. oh. and management. Oh, she was so it was to sidebar. She came downstairs. It was all set up. She lit up like a Christmas tree yeah. and she sat down and even Joe and I were like, have you been sneaking off playing this somewhere? Because she re <laughs> she remembered all the shit. She remembered all nice. the shit that it's like, nice. oh, right. The kryptonite floats around. If you get hit by kryptonite, then you have to fly around and fly Lois. And Lois kisses you and, and it restores your health. That's and all hilarious. Oh, it was so great. But That's hilarious. But so Joe's with me and I'm like, okay, time this. And I text my friend, Mike, and I'm like, uh -huh. hey, man, if you happen to be on the dark web tonight, because he has a Plex account. Right. And I'm like, if you happen to be able to find Frankenstein, it, it wasn't 20 minutes. Yeah. And I don't know what he was doing when I had texted yeah. him at the time, yeah. if he was in the shower. Sure. And the mad throws a passion with the wife, you know, or, or, or just living his life. But he, he's like. Yep, downloading now it will be up in about an hour. And I'm like, fucking, dude. That's funny. It is crazy. Uh, but that's when you ask him what his hobby is, it's fine. I mean, he, you're not putting him out. Right, right, like, right. He's right. looking. He's he's almost waiting for that. Um, yeah. But but you, but, but speaking about putting out, uh, the city of Worcester is getting its own Monopoly board. Worcester. It's like one of only like four or five cities around the country getting wow, it. Oh, really? I, I didn't realize. Okay, that's cool. And and, and I, I I seem to remember one. You know, um, in uh, I thought you know Honolulu had one for some reason. So this is officially licensed through Park Brothers. Yeah. So maybe they made their own. Oh, well, maybe yeah. yeah. Which is possible. Yeah. And so, you know, a lot of people the the baseball team my friend runs the Worcester Bravehearts. They were all excited. And there was a small bar that's been there for like 50, 60 years. It's not not, not Ralph's. 
It's not Ralph. Nope. Ralph's <laughs> Ralph's is one. I do Ralph's. You know, Mark, I... explain Ralph's. And I, I will ex- I will come in after you explain Ralph's because I've been there. So why don't you explain Ralph's? Ralph's, gosh. Uh it, it, can, can I just say it's the Middle East Cafe of Worcester? It's uh, <laughs> It's this really cool rock club that on the bottom floor is a diner. It's it's like a diner that they decided, oh, let's put this diner next to this old building and refurbish the upstairs, kind of refurbish the upstairs. It kind of looks a little uh, Berlinish after the yeah. Allied forces <laughs> yeah. came in, uh, but a great sound system. But it is. It's this eclectic rock club. And, yep. and dude, like the parking lot, the parking lot looks like it's been carpet bombed. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's mass- It's a massive parking lot, though. But it's it's this yeah. it's this fun. It, it sounds great, but it's a rite of passage. You can't be a Boston rock band yeah. unless you've done your tour of duty at Ralph's. Yeah. And it, it might be because Dan won't play shows anymore. I'd have to think Ralph's might be the last place that, you know, and, and you, you know, Joe and I had right. the, this, this kid's band opened up for us, uh, Gold Store Boulevard, a local band. Uh-huh. Uh, our friend, the Rationals played in, it, you know, and so honestly, it's it's a dive. It's a dive, but it's a it's a dive that's been there. Like you said, it's been there 50 years. Yeah. And okay. been, who, who have you seen in there? I have not seen anybody. there. Oh, you haven't. But you've been you've eaten there. So what happened was that actually just a few doors down from Rouse is is a hotel, is like a it's like a Marriott, and I had I had arrived there I had no car, uh, because I was you know there was a car was being shared with other members of of, uh, of my work colleagues so I had no car so I said I need a place that's open kind of late, and it's in walking distance and this place is walking distance I go in there and so maybe they have they have like there's a downstairs you said and there's real yep. food downstairs. A, a real deli, an old school. I wonder like, if the real deli part isn't open so late, or maybe it is still open. Well, you got to walk just, around. Like oh, it's, it's a different entrance type thing. So that's what. So that's I was clueless. I walked through the front, and then I walked up to the bar area, and they had like six items on the menu, and they. So I said, "Well, you know what? I'll eat a burger. I don't care." And I watched some some eighties movie. Burger was fine. Yep, and but. You walk into the bathroom and the bathroom stall doors are adorned with pages from like 70s Playboys. So I thought, yeah, that's a little bit different. You know where else has that? Um, oh, gosh, there's like three of them in L.A., one of them on Third Street Promenade. It has a its menu looks like a newspaper, but it has like a 10 page like newspaper menu. If you say it, I'll think about it. Mm-hmm. Um, no clue. but there's, oh God, it's, there was one in North Hollywood and it had like this anti-homophobic signed, like from the sixties that they okay. still yeah. keep there. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, it's like, you know, uh, uh, it's hysterical, but, uh, but the same thing, like that bathroom is all the comics from the playboys in the seventies, Yeah, you know, I think it's all one, one artist, um, but yeah, no, that, 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 that is, that is Ralph's. But anyway, so this one bar like six months ago had a, 
you know, welcome to Worcester kickoff, like Monopoly party. Right. And it got yep. all this media and it's like everybody like you had to come dressed as like the guy from the Monopoly board and all this stuff. And it was a huge thing. Yeah. Then they were told it's like, uh, yeah, to be a property on this, it's like seven to twenty thousand dollars. Wow. Like you, ha- it's a buy-in. It's like, dude, wow. it's like, so yeah. So the Applebee's of Worcester is going to get, so uh, they actually had, you know, in, in this day and age of like, you know, censoring books and stuff like that. They had a monopoly, like, a, you know, bring a bring. You get a free beer if you bring an old Monopoly game for us to put through the shredder. Like, like the ad. So it went from, oh man, this is great. We're getting a Monopoly board to fuck you, Parker Brothers. Pack your shit and go. Like all the, yeah. I have a lot of Worcester friends and stuff like that. And all of them are like, dude, that's bullshit. It's like, yeah, the Worcester Red Sox have been here for a year. You know, the Brave Hearts have been here forever. You know okay, what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, yeah. And, and I get it. I, t- yeah, there's some things you're going to put, you know, iconic and this and that, the other thing. But if you're going to leave out Ralph's, you know what I mean? It, it, if a new chain club comes there or whatever, you know, it's like, dude, that's just not cool, man. Um, and you know what's sad? The band that's playing at Ralph's tonight, I would have gone to see. Oh, that's crazy. Well, 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 I just I just looked them up. Looked up Ralph Steiner and said, "Hey, it's a band called Raven. It's um, it's a band that essentially came out same time as they're kind of closely linked to bands like Iron Maiden. There, there, there was okay. a movement of all these, you know, British bands that came out uh, kind of at the same time. There, there's oh, cool. A new, there's actually a movement called the New Wave of British Heavy Metal, and they were one of the, you know, players in there. But it's like, it's like, holy Christ, like freaking Raven all the way in Worcester." Crazy. Uh, no, that is awesome. Like I said, it's a yeah. real club. You yeah, know, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. everybody's played there. I mean, I'm gonna say it's a 200 person room. Yeah. You know, maybe yeah. you know, like maybe a little kind of, more, right? I mean, maybe, yeah. <clears throat> I mean, it's it looks about the size of whiskey, and whiskey is supposed to be 500. So is it real? No, because yeah. well, maybe, maybe it's a little bit more spread out, right? You got to kind of wraps around a little bit more. It does, right? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, Biff, yeah. I got my COVID booster. Congratulations. I, I, Congratulations. Well, you're I, not done. You well, got your booster. I got my booster. I see your next booster. <laughs> I'm still wearing a mask when I, yeah. I you know, yeah. I've, been, I've been going back to the gym on a regular basis. Yeah. You know, the first time two days ago was the first time I had a, 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 a not an episode at the gym, but okay. I'm on the Stairmaster and there's, a couple other open ones around and somebody decides they're going to get on the one right next to me. Mm. And I'm like, and I didn't say anything. I just put my mask on. Like, mm. you know, you know, it's like, if, if, if yeah. w- what am I going to say? You know yeah. what I mean? It's like, yeah. am, am I like, I was, I was 22 like, minutes. Oh. I was 22 minutes into a half. Now, was I trying to squeeze one out? Sure. Sure. I would have had no problem ripping a good I wonder if you, if you went, you know, in your cosplay outfits, you know, people will give you a better distance at the gym. I'm just wondering. Biff, I, I had a Batman shirt on and a Batman mask and a Batman no, towel. No, no, no. How much more? If Luigi, if I go in uh, all Luigi, Luigi. out, yeah. I actually, you know what? You know what does work? If you go in with a full, you know, uh, Joker makeup, I think you get like a, you know, a 15 foot radius at all times. You, you know, white dude with a, uh, with a, you know, with a Joker makeup. I think that's going to work. 
Yeah, I'm quite sure the sweating to the oldies while I'm doing it will work out. Like, like, like you care. But I did. I, well, I just because I, my my car's gonna get dirty. No, yeah. no, it's like it's, your car. It's, it's, it's yeah, no, that's true. It's but I did. I and in the state of Massachusetts, again, they just said, yeah, yeah, we're not waiting. We're not waiting. And, and anybody over eighteen, come get your booster. If 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 it's been six months. We're not going to wait it. here over, over here. I think, well, they, I think they just opened it up to everybody. I think like this week where it says, yeah, have a nice day. And, and you know what the, from the start, from all I've been hearing and reading uh, the drugstores that they just don't really care. They just say, yeah. Yeah. They just yeah. come in yeah. and, and, and the same thing, you know, it's funny when I brought my little guy 11, like last week yeah. uh, and he was so super excited. Yeah. So yeah. super excited. They're like, are you his dad? Like, yep. Sign here. Not like, you yep. got a passport you got this you know it's like I, I i think they're taking the attitude if you want to fucking get the, you know this please come in you know what i mean it's like yeah just just please come in yeah. so so speaking about batman um vermont senator uh, uh Leahy, who's mm-hmm. been a senator i think he his first term in office was about three years before the declaration was signed right that's yeah. where i was going like like he spell checked hamilton's first draft of the, yeah. and uh he is not seeking re-election which i get you know good for him it's time to write off my big question is will he be in the next batman movie <laughs> because he's been in six batman movies that's funny uh his most juicy role uh-huh. and it's funny it's funny that i put this on the rundown yeah. it's funny he brought this up in a dark night returns with Heath right. Ledger when they break into the Harvey Dent party that Bruce right, Wayne's right. having yep, for him. Yep. And the old guy's like, we're not scared of you. <laughs> you remind me of my father. <laughs> I hated my father. You know what I mean? That's that's Leahy. That's Senator. I didn't Leahy. even notice. And like, I know what he looks like, but I didn't even notice. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he was in Batman and Robin. Yeah. Uh, he's done voices on Batman, the animated series. Yeah, I had no idea. He was a huge Batman fan as a kid. Yeah. Like like a, a lifelong Batman guy that they wow. threw him a bone in the 90s. Wow. And they're like, hey, let's uh, let's let's get Senator Leahy, uh, you know, here. But yeah. yeah, that that was his. So honestly, you know, he's retiring. Uh, I really hope that, you know, the Democrats sure, keep yeah. that seat. But more importantly, Biff, uh, you know, I hope he's in the Robert Patterson Batman movie. Yeah. That would be cool. All right. Now we've talked about crime in our country falling yeah. apart here. Tell us about that. Cesp- well, since Mar-, Mar, you know, since Marco has left, it seems Japan is just. I tell you, chaos, ya. chaos. Her so, leaving you know, has slipped you guys into chaos. Yeah. So fortunately, they, they caught this, this sleaze bag and literally is a sleaze bag uh, who was found with like, you know, maybe around 50 of these rail pass and rail pass holders that he's stolen from essentially teenage girls and apparently and so he prowls around the tokyo rail systems and then just basically just kind of uh um you know steals these uh rail passes and according to him he basically if he sees like a girl that he thinks is cute he just has to have something that you know belonged to her so apparently he chose rail pass which is like a jerk move because you know if he did the normal pervert thing like try to steal like you know a piece of garment eh, you know what that's like whatever whatever 10 bucks but rail pass holders are like they could the rail passes are monthly rail passes and they're expensive they're like a couple hundred dollars and stuff oh. like that so it's like it's a total jerk move 
It is so, a total jerk move, but they thank, got him. Thankfully, they caught him. You know, I was I, again, second, second episode in a row where you send a clip that doesn't have any great CGI or no, bad no. CGI. They actually have been skimping on that. It's actually been I've been very disappointed. Uh, there was another one that I almost sent you where there was an, uh, in, an incident where these um, uh, uh, commercial fishermen actually had some fish that they had in the port. Like essentially they have these these nettings, right, where they keep the fish live before they ship it out to market uh, overnight. And some uh, some douchebags stole these fish, and I thought, yeah, I could do that one, but I decided to go for the 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 child predator prowler instead. So yeah, yeah, I I knew because a lot of the, it, it does a, it does a pan across the wallets, and there's yeah. some Hello Kitties, there's yeah. some Snoopies, and I'm like, yeah. is this some lost and found thing? Is this <laughs> some guy? You know, but but uh, yeah. but more heinous than that. Well, yeah. Now now we know now we know why she moved to Commoner and got the fuck out of there. I don't think she's ever taken public transit, to be honest. So <laughs> it's going to be interesting. You know, she goes from Tokyo in, you know, always in limo rides to New York subway. So, you know, I mean, the 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 less woke me would have asked, well, if she didn't take subways, was it always a rickshaw? But you know what? I've grown. I think that would be culturally insensitive for me to say that. That's why I didn't make that joke, Biff. That's why I didn't make that joke. Lovely. <laughs> uh, you know what? We're, you know, I am a racist. Yeah. And, and, and we talked about it two episodes ago. Sure. The, the election in Lowell. I, I voted the straight non-whitey right, right. ticket. Yep. yep. Uh, How'd that go? It, 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 dude, it went well. Like, literally, there's so much more diversity on the city That's council good. now. Yeah. I, I, I'm very, very happy about that. The yeah. one guy who was anti-mask in school was voted yeah. out. So I'm very, very happy about that. But but uh, I had another uh, I had another racist moment. This okay. week that, that, that I'm going to cop to just one. Well, well, one that I'm going to cop to. Oh, okay. Uh, um, Biff, uh, it was a few years ago. Joe got me and he got me good. He's like, you know, let's play. How racist is junk? And he had game show music and he's like, you know, junk who plays Captain America? And I'm like, uh, Chris Evans, who plays yeah. Iron Man? I'm like, yeah. Tony Stark, who yeah. plays Thor? Like Chris Helmsworth. He's like, who plays Chichala in the Black Panther? And, I can't, and he knew the movie. I didn't know. I didn't know Chadwick Boatman at the time. Right. I now know. But he just wanted to embarrass me. Um, I had another one of those moments, Biff, where mm. I can't tell certain people apart. I, I just can't. Oh, boy. And, oh, boy. Um, and, and my wife of Korean descent was flabbergasted and upset. Um and it's not the first time I made this mistake with these two people, Biff. Okay. I confused Gene Smart with Alice and Jenny. <laughs> uh, middle-aged white women, I guess, what? all look the same to me. They're so different. I know. It's, oh, so you're taking her side. So I'm you're taking her side. No, I mean, even personality-wise, they're very I, different. I, I, like, like, I, I saw... I saw Alice and Jenny on a promo for something. I'm like, oh my God, she was so great in hacks. And she stopped the TV. She's like, hacks, the show about the much older female comics. It's like, yeah, you think that's the woman who played. And she like, and then she called up a picture. She's like, they're different people, Jacques. Yeah. 
So, so I, guess, I mean, because she's women always the one that wasn't designing, uh, designing women, right? Yeah, I think. yeah, right? exactly. Right? Yeah. No, they do. They're 15, 20 years of, I mean, dude, I, you Allison know, Jenny was in Westwing. I know. They're, they're like so different. Dude, I know. Like, I mean, I mean, you're the Hollywood does the, I mean, I think famously, Carrie, uh, Carrie Fisher talked about, uh, you know, you know, how her mom, uh, how her dad married a clone of her mom, you know, Connie Francis, right? Yes. So, like, Connie Francis was literally made out to be, you know, the, the poor, you know, the poor, you know, the kind of the, the poor man's Debbie Reynolds, right? I mean, so, so yeah, if you got those two confused, yeah, they, they try to do that. You know, same thing with uh, what's her face, um, um, that they try to make look like uh, Marilyn Monroe. Um, right, I right. Can't remember, you know, Jane Mansfield, Jane Mansfield. Yeah. So, so, so. By the seriously. way, do you know Jane Mansfield? Do you know Jane Mansfield's daughter is the is the the main actress on uh, what do you call it? There, there are there are some times where management and I have been, we, we used to watch that show and then we kind of stopped watching it. And every okay. now and then I'll binge watch it, uh-huh. and I just I hate it. I hate it so much. I, I mean, it's a, I, it's a pretty tough watch. Right? It's a, a tough watch. Yeah, dude. There are some times where she turns certain ways and light hits her yeah. in certain yeah. ways. And, and both management and yeah. I have frozen it. It's like, yes. it's her mother. Yeah. She is so classically 50s Hollywood beautiful. Yeah. You yeah. know, she just, there was yeah. just sometimes where she is just stunning in that old Hollywood way. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. and you wonder if the DP like backlights it a certain way. It's like, oh, I was <laughs> watching you know, on the water with a mom. And it's like, let's, let's do a shot where she comes out of here yeah. and she turns up. Oh, dude, there were just some, I yeah. mean, you, you can see it. She's always yeah. attractive, yeah. but there's sometimes where it's like, it just hits you. It's yeah. just, wow. She is her mom. And it, it, it is great. Uh, I think we covered enough video game stuff with it. Okay. So let's get into sports. So I text Biff and everybody. Uh-huh. So this, yeah. so Joe didn't jump on this podcast, but it's all about Joe. Uh, Joe and I went to, when he came over last Saturday yeah. to fix all the games, I looked at the schedule. I've been threatening forever to take my boys. And one of my boys had like a, a friend over and it was like, we've been in the house playing games all day. We're doing this. Let's get the fuck out of here. And I took everybody to see the ULOL uh, men's ice hockey game. Yeah. Always, you know, that's, that's what's great about your area, right? You have uh, several places where you could you know, catch, you know, the hockey East guys. Right. So, and, and, and what's, yeah. what's crazy, honestly, yeah. for, you know, I, let, let's wind the clock back five years ago. Five yeah. years ago, you could go. Well, maybe it was like five or six years ago, yeah. but there was an AHL team. Yep, yep. And Lowell, sure. the same yep. time there was a college hockey team. Yeah. And and you know and and, and the Bruins are the Bruins. You know, and, and but yeah. you can drive forty minutes in the in one direction and you can see Holy Cross play. Oh wait, Holy Cross isn't playing tonight. Um, the Worcester Sharks, yeah. the San Jose Sharks AAA team is, you know, uh, like before the NHL had that radius clause thing within an hour of my house, I want to say there was five AHL teams and yeah, I don't, I don't know, eight NCAA men's hockey team. Sure, yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, if not and, more, right. I mean, like, look, right. I mean, you look at the bean pot, oh, dude. Like all those, all the teams that do bean pot are all kind of within your eight you miles know, striking range, right? Eight, so. Those four teams are all, and, and they're not just, oh, there just happens to be yeah. a dozen NCAA teams within an yeah. hour of my house. There's a dozen NCAA teams, six of them, which are in the top 10. You know yeah. what I mean? Right, right, right. And, yeah. and, and you lol, college hockey is just, it's the same sport. Mm-hmm. 
but dude, it's it's such a different atmosphere. You know, the the, the yeah. big brass college band. Yeah. You know, playing and uh, but honestly, I, I I of course gave you know shit to our friend Taylor because for the six of us, two cars went and the parking less than one ticket to the Kings game. You know, one. What are you talking and I'm not about? talking. Well, like I said, how would I know? I assume. Yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> but it was it was it was. Great. It, you still paid more than my last Kings game. Yes, yes, yes. I, dude, I think I can go to. But it was so. And, and, and if 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 you start working out and and you travel back here, we are we're gonna go to college hockey games. They're, yeah, absolutely. They're, they're yeah. so much fun. Um, you know, I'm not going back into this show being one third half Patriot talk. I will say this: the okay. last year Tom Brady was here, uh-huh. he was such a whiny prick, and. The second to last year where he was here, the year that they didn't win the Super Bowl yeah. to the Eagles, right. about six weeks left in the season, they started airing and, and it was on like YouTube. He paid for it. He produced yeah. it. Tom versus time. It was yeah. a documentary series and a yeah. new episode dropped. It was like 10 episodes long that started. And it was well, all about his infomercial, right? Right. This is how great I am. And this is why I'm so great. And it, And that's when everybody's like, yeah, we love the guy who would get up at the would throw three touchdown passes, 400 yards and stand there and go out of his way to say, well, yeah, but he caught the ball. Yeah, I I threw the ball because the line protected me or, you know, hey, let's be honest, the defense. I mean, and that's when Joe and I started saying, OK, let's set our watches five years to hating Brady. Like like we know when he gets out of football. Yeah. We're going to hate. So the second to last year he was here. (laughs) Now, look, in that last Super Bowl to the Eagles, he threw for over 500 yards. That's not why the Patriots did not come out victorious. Um, But it was it. Dude, it really soured a lot of people. The second the last year he was here, you know, they went out and got Antonio Brown. But his drama, he played one game and and he he, he was suspended. You know, Josh Gordon, who the team paid for rehab for two years and a personal guide and just couldn't stay clean. So it's not like the Patriots didn't go and spend money and try to make him happy and surrounded by weapons. But the Patriots at one point were like eight. No, they had the number one defense, but they were winning games 13 to 10, you know, And, and and Brady's numbers weren't great. And he would get up to the podium after a win and just be Mr. Sourpuss. And everybody knew he was leaving and it wasn't good riddance. I still wish he was here. I still wish he was here. I say that emphatically. That said, the last two years he was here, it, it hurt the fandom. It hurt my fandom. It took the joy away. I, you so- know, I actually think it's somewhat like the Kobe Shaq thing where yeah, yeah. You know, they were a better team with both of them together. But there seems to be clearly... You know, part of it, it, I just got the impression and you're you're much closer to it than I am. So you probably know, but I just thought this was really not about anything other than, you know, Brady versus Belichick. Right. 100%. Right. And and so it it really was 100%. It really seemed like another, you know, Kobe Shaq thing where, yeah, if Shaq stuck around a little bit longer. Dude, if Shaq, fuck that. If Shaq sticks around, they went 10 to, they, they, honestly, I, I'll, I'll go to my grave saying this. They challenged the 60 Celtics for the number of championships so, in a row. Yeah, so, I mean, it is what it is. But, I mean, the other uh, thing about it, though, is that, it, as, you know, there's the athlete on the field or the you know field of play, and then there's the person. And, you know, 
especially now because we have so much more exposure to these athletes um it's you're, you're not gonna like you're not gonna necessarily like the guy no. despite what they do you know i mean i court. haven't liked my favorite team's quarterback you know for whatever 12 years what is is it right Ever right this is the freaking sexual assault thing he's like i wanted them to get rid of that guy hey the guy's still around hey i'm gonna sidebar I don't know a Steelers fan who doesn't feel your way. I, 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 I have so much respect for that fan base. When that shit went sideways, still, like you said, 12 yeah. years later are like, yeah, I'd rather lose without him than win yeah. with him. There, yeah. There's more important things. But as far as this goes, let me tell you why I hate the New England Patriots. Because <laughs> last year, I just stopped listening to sports radio and my life got phenomenally better. Well. It, 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 the toxicity and the obsessiveness and... Dude, I wouldn't rearrange my schedule last year. Did I hope they win? Sure. You know, but I would not listen to the pregame show for three hours before the game. And, and three hours after I turned the game on just when it kickoff. Oh, they won. That's great. Click. Time to go back to my life as soon as it's yeah. over. I, I turned the game on. Oh, they lost. What a bummer. Click. Turn the TV off when it was over. And I got back to my life. I wasn't obsessed about it. And so I enjoyed the last year. You know, Tom Brady was here. It wasn't that enjoyable. And last year with Cam Newton, yeah, you know, I mean, Listen, I, I how, many years, how many years have I been telling you to stop listening to sports? Oh, for, yeah, but but it's a disease. It's a disease. Yeah, you know, it's like every time I go and see my doctor, it's a fucking broken record. It's the same thing over and over. Stop shooting heroin. Now I forget what comedian says that, but it's true. So, but now it's like, yeah, they were two and four, and two of their went, two of their losses. They should have won. They 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 snapped yeah. defeat from the jaws of victory. But you know what? You don't get points for almost winning. It is what it is. And I'm like, dude, we got a rebuilding year. This 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 kid, Mac Jones, is going to be okay. Yeah. He's yeah. not going to be Brady. You know who is going to be Brady someday? Nobody ever. There's never been another Bobby Orr. You know there's, what? There's never been. I mean, there there are some players that you just. But but my whole point I, is, I used to think that way. Right. But then I, I've been watching Connor McDavid and oh my God. Okay. Put a pin in that. We're going to get back to him because I heard the best quote about him the other day, but, but the Patriots have now won five in a row and, and they beat a couple of shitty dude. Yeah. The guys from F and H with you blocking and me throwing to all-star yeah. we, we'd be competitive against the jets. Let's be honest. So so a couple of the Patriots wins were against the Jets, but then everyone's like, okay, well, you know what? They're going on the road. They're going to play the Chargers. The Chargers are a real team and they demolished them. Yeah. And then, oh, next week, Cleveland's comes to town. They have the same record. They're both five and well, four. This is a real team. Dude, it was so that, 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 that part of it speaks to how much you don't, you only pay attention to the Patriots because the AFC is a mess. It's a mess. AFC is a mess. But they're, they're, they're not beating these teams the last few weeks. Listen, they're demolishing listen. them. But look, I mean, th this is how – and there is a little bit of a pass because of, you know, COVID circumstances. But this is a league where on a Thursday night, the Baltimore Ravens, who was supposed to be one of the elite teams, loses to the Miami Dolphins. Who, who suck. Who suck. Who, who suck. And all the Steelers have to do – is beat the winless Detroit Lions. How'd that to work tie out? Them. What? How'd that work out? 
They didn't lose. They did not lose. They they kissed their sister. Which was not, you know what's funny about it? I played in an eliminator, one of those eliminator leagues. And my pick was the Pittsburgh Steelers that week. The only other guy left in the league in, in the thing picked the Ravens. And I want I'm still in it because apparently I'm in it as long as I don't lose. You didn't lose. Oh. I did not know that that's how the rules so, worked. I thought you had to win. No, it's actually if you don't lose, you're in it. Here's like, my whole wow. point. Here's my whole point. Dude, I'm back. Like, <laughs> like the last two years. Oh, you know, there's a wake. Uh, an immediate family member died. I'm not going to make it because the Patriots are playing. You know what I mean? I, for 20 years, rearranged flights. I lived on the other side of the world and would be up at three in the morning. And it wasn't like I would tell myself, I'm going to bed at six or seven. I'm going to get a few hours of sleep. No, my stress and anxiety made me stay awake and listen. And I was out. I got clean, Biff. I got clean. And so today, because they played Thursday Night Football and we were recording on Friday, dude, Here's how great sports radio is. I didn't hear one caller say this. I didn't hear 10 callers say this. I heard 20 callers say this and Scott Solak say, you know what? If it was any other team, I say you're ridiculous, but I want to put it past Bill. The Patriots won 25 to nothing last night. Right, right, right. They had a pick six so that their field goal kicker kicked four field goals, two of them more than 50 yards last night. They get a pick six at the end of the game. It's 25 to nothing. And this field goal kicker who hasn't missed a field goal all year inside the 50. He's like, he's like three and five from field goals past 50. It's 25 to nothing. Right. And he shanks a field goal. Right. You know what people in New England are talking about today? Oh, God. Good Lord. Why do you why do you listen? Do you, you know what to, people in New England you were talking do not- about? You watch the game. Why do you need to listen to complete amateurs talk about the game? No, no. This there wasn't even no amateurs. For... This was the play-by. This is a color commentator. For... There is no need for you to but, listen But guess to what the conspiracy is? What is it? When the Patriots beat Atlanta in the Super Bowl, how much were they down by? Oh, my God. Yes. They were down 28 to 3. So oh they got God. a pick six. They send the field goal kicker out who's kicked 250 once and he misses on purpose just so they control the Atlanta fan base and organization. Oh my God. Dude, I, I don't believe it, but that's what Sports Talk Radio is. I do want to talk about, I'm all, I'm listening. Oh, fuck him. There was a guy on the Bruins. He came from Ottawa. You would know this better than I would. The Bruins picked up a free agent from Ottawa this past year uh, uh, who's been injured. Who did they get from Ottawa? I mean, I only know Felino is a big Felino. Thank you. It's Felino. That's Toronto. <laughs> no, but didn't he play in Edmonton? I, um, I'm sorry. Didn't he start in Ottawa? Columbus. I think he played in Ottawa. Anyway, because we were talking about his time in Ottawa. And the, anyways, they asked him about your boy Connor. Yeah. And he goes, he goes the eye test and the highlights. Yeah. Is he really that much better? He's and, and 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 dude, it was hilarious. He goes, I'll be honest. I've played against him. I I I I've sat next to him. He was made in a lab. He's not real. No, and, 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 and he was saying, he goes, everybody on the everybody, every team in the NHL. So this was Felino. Is he by the way, is he related to Nick Felino? Mm-hmm. He's a kid. He's the kid. 
Nick Foligno, yeah. yes or no? Yes, yeah, he's the son. The best worst yeah. helmet from the 80s was Nick Foligno's sure. fishbowl. Was sure. that a fishbowl turned upside down? Sure. I, I mean, you say Nick Foligno, and if I, as soon as I said Nick Foligno, you, yeah. you flashed that helmet in your head, didn't you? Yeah, I mean, you know, it's a look, right? So he says every team in the so, NHL has a guy who can do what Foligno, who right. does what Connor does. The difference is the speed he does it at. He, like everybody can, everybody has one guy on their team who, you know, Patrice Bergeron will have two or three goals this year where he undresses four people. You know what I mean? He, he, from the, from the corner to the net, he'll go around four people. Everybody has one guy who's going to score a few of those goals this year on every team. He goes, but Connor does it every night at a speed. Yeah. It's it not, it's not, it's a diff, it's not, if you, you can't call what Connor does undressing, if you're going to say what all these other guys do undressing, it's a completely different animal. He literally goes, you know, it, it's, he just kind of just goes in. There's three to four defenders literally waiting for them. And somehow it just like, it's like watching like those flash things where he just, and like, he, he just kind of, he just went by. It's like, and so last week he had one where he went in through four New York Rangers. And, you know, last night it was yeah. through three Winnipeg Jets. It's like, what the hell is that? And, it, and it's just also, it's also the circumstance, right? The, it was a zero, zero game for the entire game. And then uh, Winnipeg just scores. And then on the very next shift, the dude just grabs the puck from the neutral zone. And like, what I, it, it was probably what 30 seconds after the jet score that he just puts on his Superman move and ties the game up. It's ridiculous, dude. It, it, it's, it's when you're watching him and, and honestly for a split second, you feel bad for the people he's undressing. It, it, it's like you, you are going to see everybody no. in Canada is going to see this goal 10 times in the yeah. next 24 yeah. hours. And you are a first line NF NHL defenseman who was just had your pants pulled down yeah. and spanked. Yeah. No, he's, he's to me, the, the, the first guy who is, he is, he is the Bobby Orr from the standpoint of the Delta between him and everybody else. Right. You know, that's what Bobby Orr had because it did. This, it, 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 this he, is what he, this guy has. It, Cause when you watch old Bobby Orr footage, it's sometimes it's like, well, granted, I don't think they allowed back checking in the NHL to the mid eighties. <laughs> First of all, I, 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 you know, every everybody's played the Andy yeah. Selinger style of hockey to the to the mid '80s, but there are some times where you're like, "Are, are you fucking trying? Yeah. Like, 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 do you, do, 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 were, were you trying to stop him? Because why you, you, you the fucking frigging other team look like um, the, the 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 bubble hockey guys who were tied to the board and couldn't, you know, touch him. So McGregor, but it was funny to, to see, to listen to Felino on the yeah. Boston sports station the other day talking about, yeah. yeah, it's, it's not what he does. It's so amazing. It's the speed in which he does it. That is just blinding. Yeah. You, you know, so, so that, that, that was, that's what I got. Uh, and we already mentioned Antonio Brown and, and dude, are you up to speed on the fake vaccination card? No, it's alleged. So I, I would say, you know, let's 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 make sure that it is legit, right? I mean, you know, let's find out because the NFL is now obligated to investigate this. I'm guessing. So I would say, yeah, just you know what? I mean, you know, 
given his past indiscretions, nothing will surprise me. But I mean, yeah. Well, and the funny thing is the person who who ratted him out, this is this is what happened the last time for him. He hired somebody to be a personal trainer, in this case, Uh a chef, and he just didn't pay him. And he thought, oh, well, I send the guy to my I send the guy to the store and my three hundred thousand dollar car and him getting around to drive my car and go to Connor McDavid with me you know, fights, that's the payment enough. I don't actually have to pay you. And the, the cook who was like 10 grand, it's like, yeah, no, that was, was great. We went to the Conor McGregor fight. Thank you for taking me. I still have to pay my rent. Yeah. I still have my mortgage. And those people are like the ones that he asked to do. It and it took the screen grabs of the conversations and sent it out to the media. It's like, Hey, it's like, dude, why? This is what happened to him like three years ago. You know, it, 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 it could have all gone away, you know, but penny wise, dollar foolish. But yeah, could have happened to a nicer guy. Uh, what are you watching these days, Biff? Um, I was watching. Uh, I can't remember the name name of the the network, but I I bookmarked it. There's a free. So my Samsung TV has this smart TV thing that essentially, uh, I guess, uh, captures all of these streaming channels uh, from the web. And so this is where I found that Shout Factory that I told you about yes, yes. a few weeks back. And I found another one where I was just kind of zipping around and I found that girl. Do you remember that show? Dude, Marlo Thomas? Marlo Thomas? Yeah, Marlo Thomas the hat up. Back Yeah. So, yeah. Wait, didn't we spend the good time of this podcast talking about TV guys from the 70s? Right, 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 right. So I actually I... thought about that when you were, you know, talking. To, and, you know, and the other thing I didn't, I failed to mention it back then. The other thing great about the TV guides is that sometimes they sneak in some stupid descriptions that just to see if people catch it. Right. So, you know, yeah, yeah. Joe, Joe, Joe was going off about a couple of the breakdowns of, of the different shows. Episodes. Yeah. But yeah, Marlo Thomas and it's, she's one of those people where people only remember her as in terms of what she did in the entertainment world doing that girl. I don't know if she's done anything else. You know, she comes from, uh hollywood royalty right her dad is danny thomas so now and so and danny thomas is the one that started saint jude and her husband is phil donahue right so there's this weird thing where she's kind of not really known for her what she kind of tried to do but i think she's now like a spokesperson for saint jude now i think she is she 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 is um yeah so but i was i was watching so i I think i'm going to start looking for those you know goofy old 70s shows that didn't get the same run as of late just catching those things because uh what was great to see was uh you know that's set in new york city and now that i've visited new york city so much now now to see that you know 19 maybe 70 yeah uh, new that, york city that that, that cool. that's 74 75 cool. yeah yeah when 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 manhattan wasn't the manhattan of 2020 <laughs> well you know times square oh, oh. dude it's it, it is awful uh what what what, what do you got well, I will tell you, right. I plan on, I haven't got a chance yet, even though I have my friend upload it. I yep. plan on watching Frankenstein creates a woman. Uh, um, if, if I can, sure. your management might have some stuff for us to watch, but, uh, sure. but yeah, cause a bunch of new stuff has come out. Uh, you got a parenting tip. Uh, you know, have your kids find the great places uh, uh, to eat. And then they'll offer to drive you there. If you, if, if you're willing to pay. So I said, yeah, you know, I'll, I'll, you know, freaking a night out drinking and uh, eating with your your friends. Yeah, that's cool. 
I, you know, I'd like to not have to drive. And, you know, when I, you know, get my son's not, you know, he's not a drinker. So he's all for, you know, as long as I'm paying for it, he's fine with me getting drunk. Well, where did you go to eat? Well, I, we haven't gone there yet, but he, he uh, him and his friends have found this place near our house. Uh, it's one of those uh, kind of like burger-ish bar. You know, it's one of those burger places that have a great beer selection, apparently. So they seem nice. to like it. So, yeah. So, so my my, uh, my parenting tip of the week is bribes work. Of course, bribes they- work. Uh, my my Joe's basement retro video game night last Wednesday. Uh, I realized like, hey, maybe people would like to do a little cosplay. So my eleven year old who knew he had some friends coming, but mm-hmm. really kind of wanted to, but kind of didn't want to throw on the Mario outfit. Sure, right. You know, uh, go either know, way. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, a little, a little something for the effort, we'll say. Yeah. Uh, rectified that. And, and then he was happy he did it. Like, because especially when the lady from the newspaper is like, oh, can I take your picture? It's like, yes, you can. So I don't know if they'll use that or whatever, but, you know, he'll, he'll, he'll be internet famous because he can send his friends a link if that happens. But my parenting tip for this week bribes work. They do. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, do you, you know, before I I, uh, I I leave on our last song, you yeah. know, what we'll go out on, I'm going to tell you a quick story. I'm on a text chain with our old bass player, you know, John and Austin, our guitar player, you know, Roddy and North Carolina, and of course, Dan and our friend Kim, uh, who my, not my sister, Kim, um, a friend of ours who funded everything in the late 80s, early 90s. OK, the, the five of us are still pretty close. I guess Rod was talking to one of his friends and he lives in South, you know, Mass. I guess okay. in the early, late, yeah, no, I went to school in, in, in 89, late 90 when we just started to be a band and okay. I was putting the cart before the horse and wanted to play out. Dude, we had no access to recording equipment. Sure, right. We, we had no access to making tapes. So I guess... My buddy Rod said, yeah, his friend from his hometown uh, was talking to somebody who used to book a club that I got as a gig at. And Uh apparently now I'm not saying I didn't do this. I just have no recollection of doing Mm. it. I have very little recollection from 86 to about 96. Like like that decade is gone for various reasons. Uh I may or may not have taken a old cassette or a, it was new at the time, a cassette tape. Okay. A, and I did have access to a CD player that you could record on the same boom box. Oh, okay. Right. Right. Yeah. And I guess they were, uh, nobody knew who they were yet. I just knew about them in 1990 because I played junior hockey with the drummer's brother, but I guess I took a Buffalo tape type, a Buffalo tape CD, their first CD, mm. put a couple songs on a tape, put beyond it and sent it to a club. And that's how we got booked. <laughs> now, wow. My friend has the tape. He's like, wow. he's like, he's like, yeah, my friend, like, like, you know, like, I, 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 I guess like they were cleaning old tapes. I was like, Oh, Buffalo top, you know, beyond it. My friend was in that band. He places like, wait, this is, Bur- this is, you know, it's off their first album. Like I said, they were on a, they were on a European label, like Buffalo Tom would go over to, they were huge in Belgium. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not being funny. They were really big in Belgium and the Netherlands. They would come back here and play on a Tuesday night at TT the Bears in front of ah. 15 people. But 
um, Tom McGinnis, the drummer, I played juniors with Hugh McGinnis. And that's the reason. And that's how I knew, you know, Buffalo Tom. And, and, and in all fairness, I'm going to say the first 20 songs we ended up learning or, or, or making ourselves sounded like Buffalo Tom songs anyway. So okay, I wasn't sure. that far off. Um, sure. But I was just talking to Joe about this song. I talked about this song. Um, it's called Sober with Scotty Black before that. Okay. It came on one Friday night uh, in the parking lot. Like, you know, my, it was probably my iPod. That's how long ago it was, was on shuffle and we were having some beers and the song sober came up and I'm like, I looked at Scotty. I'm like, I will never be able to play that song again. It's like, dude, I don't, I have no idea how I was able to play. So this hat, <laughs> so on my, on my, not my new year's resolution, but my list of, I want to be able to do things to this year. And I said, right. I want to record like, two songs with Dan. I want to play uh -huh. a few shows, but yeah. I want to be able to play everything before. Yeah. And it, it took me two to three months to be able to play this song. And if I mm. went a week or two without playing and I sat huh. down, dude, I could play yeah. it. If I was scoring, if I was playing my own song on guitar hero, right. I, I'd score high seventies, low nineties, but it is fucking fast. And it's like, and even now it's like, cause Dan doesn't want to play. I haven't been practicing as right, much. Right. And I said that to Joe the other day. It's like, if I want to play this song on the drums again, I, it would take me two or three weeks to build up, you know, but, but that said, the song we're going out on it is yep. sober. And, and it, it, the next, the last 10 seconds, the last 10 minutes, it's all up to you. <laughs> last 10 minutes. Oh my God. You think I'm like a, a windbag like you? So, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so, hey, kind of a rough few days on the news, eh? So we kind of touched on it uh, early on. And with all of this uh, stress going on, uh, really, it, it's got, got to a point where it's really important that you don't forget. There's a choice I'll take to Thank you.